let's talk about how not to waste like $7,000 on courses and coaching because your name is Kate and you've done that and how to actually get the most of the purchases you make to build your business. Hey there, Home Slice. You're listening to the Do the Brave Thing online business podcast, where it is our soul and soul's mission to eradicate this idea that nice people finish last in business and to put money in the hands of good people so they can do good with it. And hey, you're listening, so that makes you a good, nice person. And I want to make sure that you can get your products and services, whether they're just an idea in your head or something you are currently selling out to the massive in a way where they just want to throw their credit cards at you all of the time. And actually, thank you for taking their money. This podcast is going to give you dangerously actionable tips to do just that, but we're also going to work on your mindset because yeah, sure, you can use contractions in your emails to sound less robotic, but if you can't find the time to write something or keep on second guessing yourself and never hit send, well, it doesn't much matter anyways. You're also going to hear inspiring stories from other online business owners who dared to do the brave thing because when you default to doing the brave thing, you are going to see massive growth in your business. Now let's get to it. Oh, welcome back home slices. Kate Doster here of katedoster.com. And I'm so excited to be in your earfuls today. I know we've been on the hiatus. I've been behind the scenes working on the do the brave thing premium bundle, which is open right now. It's open until May 26th. If you're listening to this in real time, it'll be the first link in the show notes where you can get over 42 resources retail value. It's over $3,597. I actually think because more stuff got added, it's a little bit closer to 5,700 at this point dollars that are specifically geared towards the people in the messy middle of their business. So you already have a blog set up. Maybe you have a little bit of traffic, but you're not seeing that consistent, predictable, sustainable skills coming in and sales coming in and people and flow and clients. That's really who this bundle is geared towards. Now, Again, this is our first paid bundle, which I'm very, very excited. And we were extremely picky about who we let in this bundle. We did not want to have a bunch of overlap. Again, I had an ideal person in mind, which means we turned down a lot of stuff. Um, A lot of people applied and their products just kind of weren't up to the quality that we're looking for or weren't really quite geared towards the level of business owner that we aspire to work with, with the Do the Brave Thing premium bundle. So I am very, very pleased with everything in there. I mean, we have stuff from Liz Wilcox, Faith Mariah, we have stuff from Monica Fries in there. We have so many things to help you out in all facets of your business. But like I said, you can go to katedoster.com forward slash bundles to go ahead and check it out. Again, it was my goal that even if somebody only claimed one resource, they have six months to claim everything, claimed one resource, did what it said, that they would make their money back tenfold. And that was the deciding factor on whether or not we let an item in. Like, do I think that they could make essentially 900 bucks from just this thing? And if the answer was no, then I didn't let them in. Okay. So that is the quality of paid product that we allow inside of our bundle that I want to allow for you because just because you were getting stuff on a budget or let's just call it what it is on the cheap because it's less than $2.50 per resource for actual real paid products. I still want to make sure that you get the absolute most out of this. Okay. I have included Trello magic inside of there and my audio program, ditch the itch. So if you love audio, which you listen to a podcast, you definitely will have ditch the itch that's in there. I've also included my open rate catapult. We also have the replay, but I actually recorded a new polished version of building big buck buyers, which I absolutely love. That was one of our most popular webinars we've ever ran. I don't think that I've had that many live people on webinar in a very, very long time. 
Um, we might talk more about that in a breakdown episode. Um, but I might honestly just save that for the students of collaboration cash in, which the price on that is going up in mid June. Just so you guys know, right now it's at two ninety seven, and it is going up to four ninety seven. So it is having quite the jump up. We can chat more about that in mid June. You can always go to katedoster.com forward slash CC. If you want to be able to check it out, we cover both free and paid bundles. So Love that. And our paid bundle as of right now is more of like a masterclass, but we're going to have a deep dive into ours. We're going to have new resources specifically for paid bundles, the differences that we've seen, all of that. So this is really like a double course in one. So yeah. And honestly, the price needs to go up past $4.97. We're going to four, uh, we're going to four ninety seven for right now. And then, then we'll probably raise it up a little bit later. So I wanted to chat with you today because again, I don't want you spending $88 and not getting $88 worth. I really want you to get $900 worth, even just of a single resource. I want to talk about the, I've made every single one of the mistakes that we're about to talk about here, but actually getting your money's worth when it comes to buying online courses, products, and coaching too. So coaching and courses are slightly different, but we're going to be tackling both of them here because I have wasted probably more money on coaching, but I wasted a lot of money buying things that did not work out. And I do like to take ownership. Now, granted, there has been some stuff that I bought Usually it was stuff that was pretty under undervalued, like it was pretty cheap to buy. That was just like crappy quality. Um, but but there have been some four figure courses I bought that were absolute trash. Um, there has been a four uh, four figure course that I bought that, as you're gonna see in mistake number two, I don't think was bad. I think I was not ready for it. So here's how to not waste your money on things and how to actually get your money's worth as well. So it's both of those things, sort of the the pre buy, the after you buy scenario. Like we're gonna tackle both ends, right? So the first thing, do not buy something just in case or for later, because if it is not relating directly to a monthly or quarterly goal that you already had, I cannot stress this enough, a monthly or quarterly goal that you already had, you do not need the sunny object, you do not need to lose focus, do not buy it. Because one, someday never comes, two, you're just distracting your focus, and now all of a sudden your focus, which I want you to think of as a flashlight, it can't be a laser beam on the goals and projects that you've already set out for the month. Now all of a sudden we're pasta strainering it. So imagine a flashlight in a pasta strainer or a colander, it's shooting it everywhere, nothing's really that hard. We do not want that, okay? So if your goal for this month was to set up your Avado webinar funnel, do not buy that course on Notion. And don't buy it and be like, oh yeah, like I'll do it later. No, because later is never going to come. And again, it'll be in the back of your mind, taking up a little bits of energy we don't need. So I only want you investing in a course that is already going to support a goal you already had. And not like, oh, like someday I'm going to start a membership. It's like, no, I'm launching my membership. I'm going to go ahead and get this. That is what we are going for here. You need to be ruthless with your focus and attention. I cannot tell you how many courses and some coaching that we'll talk about in a second that I was not ready for, or I bought like a just in case because I was around that I did not end up getting my money back from, or I didn't feel like I got my money back from. The second one, and this one goes for both coaching and courses I've invested in, I'm a little bit more coaching, but honestly, I can think of a course too. It is buying coaching or a course that solves like a level 10 problem when you are level four. So for example, if you're making less than $5,000 
per month consistently in your business predictably and not just because you're like launch, 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 launch. I mean like all the time baseline you can get there. You have no business trying to spend, you know, five figures or four figures on a giant course or a coaching package that's talking about things like hiring and SOPs and teams and big delegation, all that stuff. Well, yes, after that $5,000 a month mark, you probably do need some help. You're going to need to bring something on. You don't need a big, massive team, okay? What you're still focusing on, again, especially under that 5K mark, you need to work on marketing and sales only. Marketing, sales, marketing, sales, Mindset is the other one, I will let you put it on there. If it is not one of those three, you can't do it. And you also can't hop from marketing strategy to marketing strategy, okay? If you have decided that you looked at everything, you looked critically, you know what? The way that I want to make my money is actually ads on my website. I really wanna work on my SEO because Google is still delivering, so maybe, you know, it sounds nice for TikTok and short-term video. Possibly I'll repurpose it in like a nook and cranny of my time, but I'm really gonna work on SEO. Then you're gonna buy something like um, Mike's Stupid Simple SEO course. I can put a link to it down below. And that that is where you're going to be for the next quarter. You're not going to be buying another traffic generating product. You are just going to be focusing and implementing and implementing and being absolutely ruthless with the product that you buy. And what is a sign of a good course and what we're looking at, because we always like to try to revamp our stuff, can it get us results? Ideally in the first five minutes, but honestly, in the first couple of videos, we want something tangible for us to do and a result that we can get. It's not gonna be a huge thing, but it can be something like create a silo page. Okay, I'm gonna go create a silo page. It can be, we're mapping out your newsletter. So now I've got a newsletter map out for the next four weeks. I don't have to worry about two of my current subscribers. Okay, now I can go ahead and I can learn how I can improve my emails week after week. But I know right now in the first five minutes, these are the next four emails that I wanna write regardless of my content, okay? Focus on those things. Do not get things that are bigger for your britches. Do not get things that you honestly know you're never gonna wanna do. If you are such an introvert and you know that you're never really going to stay consistent with video, don't spend the money on a giant YouTube course or one on like TikTok and stuff. Yeah, it's a new hot trend. And yes, I have sort of that short-term video is somewhere that you need to show up, but chances are you can just sort of figure it out a little bit on your own unless you're really like, no, Kate, I'm gonna be an extrovert. But like, if you're the best at writing, double down on your strengths. Buy courses that can help you double down on stuff that you can be good at that is your best style of communicating, okay? The third thing when it comes to purchasing a course, okay? And this is again, before you kind of get there, you want to make sure that you go in with an action plan for how you are going to get your money's worth. What are your goals? What are your objections? And when are you gonna get stuff done? Which actually goes into number four. So watching a video, consuming a content, even showing up to a coaching call, not gonna do it. Not gonna do it for you. So don't just plan those times of when you're gonna watch. When are you gonna implement? And honestly, in those times, in your calendar, and you should definitely put it in your project management system as well, in your Trellis, in your Notions, whatever you're using, but like in your Google Calendar, I literally wanna have a reoccurring appointment. We'll just say Fridays can be your learning implementing day. Notice how I said both. You're gonna have a 90 minute block. It's gonna say love your list. It's gonna have your login, katedoster.com forward slash student. It's gonna have it right on there. And then it is like, okay, I got 90 minutes. At most, I get to watch 30 minutes of a lesson and then I'm gonna implement for an hour. If I can only watch a 15 minute video and then implement for the rest of that 90 minutes, I'm going to. If I can watch a video and then implement one thing, it's there, it's consistent, then I can move on to the next thing, okay? So I'm not talking about you need to break down like you know, your project management system, like I'm gonna go through module one, two, three, four. No, 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 no. You have 30 minutes max to watch, an hour to implement. 
That is what we are going for. You need to implement. And this comes in to number five as well. Again, they all sort of put in here, but these are all mistakes I realized looking back. Again, buying stuff that I was not ready for my business or I did not need at that time, okay? Not actually making time to implement the stuff. Yeah, sure, I definitely watched all the lessons because I was nosy and wanted to know what happened, but did I do anything? Am I still doing consistently? No. And the next thing is, is not implementing what you learn ASAP, AKA stop watching all the videos in a row. Do not binge watch everything because you just wanna see where it's going. When they tell you to stop the video and do a thing, do a thing. I'm not saying that you have to spend time creating every single worksheet, right? Like you don't need to come up with 10 different names for your course if you don't want to. You can just pop it all into Canva and be like, okay, you know what, I like this one. This is the course name. Now we're gonna move on to the material. Okay, I'm gonna outline this bad boy. Okay, you know what, I'm actually gonna post on social media about my outline to see what people are thinking or I'm gonna email my list about this. Implement as fast as humanly possible. That is your goal. Get to the doing, the learning is not the doing because your life is busy, okay? It happens. And we both know that if you binge watch up to module five, although bless you for getting all the way to module five, you're not gonna go back and do this stuff in module two because now you have all these other ideas and all this other stuff and it's just, it got all scrambled. No, 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 just no, okay? So these next two have to do with hiring a coach and I have a couple more that we're gonna put out here too as well. When hiring a coach, again, this is all about getting your money's worth, y'all. And let me know if you enjoy these sort of style episodes where I just air out my own dirty laundry uh, about stuff that I did and not well. Um, when you are hiring a coach, make sure that they earn money and they sell in a way that aligns with your goals and your strengths. Do not hire a business coach, okay, who only sells tickets to a $30,000 mastermind if with paid ads and sales calls if you want to make money with a $7 printable membership. It makes no sense. While yes, they're smart and they might be able to help you, all the tools, the resources, the bonus, the framework, if they're gonna take you through a framework because it's structured, either group coaching or one-on-one coaching, it's not gonna work. It is not going to work. And then they're always gonna try to sway you to the way that they like to do things. No. Find somebody who makes money in a means that you want to also make that money at and then hire them and make sure they're doing it in a way that feels good to you, okay? You might love ads in a webinar funnel and you're all about that, then hire somebody that does it that way. That's what we're going for. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm all about making sure that we hire you know, coaches that are going to challenge us and hold us accountable. But again, if they are trying to fit you into their round hole and you are a square peg and you have absolutely no desire in the core of you to fit in that hole, it is never going to work, okay? It is never going to work. So make sure that you are hiring somebody that has a business model and sales modalities that you can get behind. Now, there might be somebody that you admire, but like your businesses are just totally completely different and that's fine. Maybe you wanna be in their energy and their vibe, but realize you're probably not gonna get your money's worth, okay? But again, we, we all got to kiss a couple of frogs and be like, <laughs> when it actually comes to that, when it comes to hiring a coach specifically, okay, a couple things. I know because you hang out with me that you want to be a gold star client, which means when you have issues or questions, you're most likely not going to say it because you want to be seen as a superstar and the downfall. Or if you mess up, you just kind of like ghost your coach a little bit, or you just don't bring it up when you're struggling and being honest. Being brutally honest with your coach is so unbelievably important, whether it's a business coach, a life coach, a romance coach, a health coach, make sure that you are being honest with them, that you are asking questions. If you're in a group coaching program and you don't want everyone to realize that you are struggling, realize that that is 
the worst, the worst thing you can do because there could be somebody else in that group coaching setting that's going through the exact same thing. Everyone's aware that you hired this coach for the same reason, to make your business better, if that's business, to make your fitness better. So no one in that group is expecting you to be the superstar A student. They're expecting you to be at or around their level anyways. So you need to be open and honest. And you might be surprised I was in a group coaching setting and there was a teacher who actually had like an in-person business. She had a little bit of an online facet one and literally every week, even though I have a complete online business and she deals with people in real life, we had literally the exact same issues. But if neither of us were brave enough to share, it would not have worked. The other aspect with getting your money out of a coaching relationship is realizing that you need to take ownership, okay? 1,000%, your coach can lay out the most perfect plan, they can have great communication, but if you don't actually implement or you don't do what they say, like they're not the magic pill, it is all about your effort and your consistency. However, there are some horrible coaches and it is your job to be an advocate for yourself, okay? If they told you when you signed up that you're gonna get a 48 hour usually business hour response, because we're not expecting anyone to, to get back to us on the weekends, right? We're honest here, but they ghost you for six days. That is unacceptable. Now, if you signed up for a coaching program or one-on-one access where all it is is email and they tell you that like once a week you can be able to submit questions like in Love Your List, it's more of a community-led program that we have. And then once a week, you can submit me a question and I'll ask for it. But everyone's going in there with that expectation. They know that. They know what to expect. So it's not like we pull the rule under their eyes. If you hire someone, especially for one-on-one, and you're not enjoying either their communication style, frequency, or how long it's getting taken back to you, then speak up. If they're just giving you marching orders and then not supporting you when you're struggling mentally or dealing with the psychology of things, and you need that, then get a new coach. (laughs) Or just straight up, let them know. And they might be like, well, this is just the way I do things. Well, I'm not going to be successful for you as a client. And when someone honestly asks me to hire you, I'm going to have to say no, because this is what I need. Again, if they're in violation of the contract and they're saying these things, then bring them up. But again, just like with a course, with coaching, so with coaching, you need to go in there with actual goals. Now, can your goals change over time? Sure. And this is not a business one, but when I hired my health coach, my goal was to be able to fight a bear in the woods. It still is. Um, I still want to be like super powerful because that's just the way that it works for me, right? And so we've had other little minor goals at the time, but then I wanted to deadlift double my body weight and I did it. I wanted to do a powerlifting me. I did that. It was super fun. The coach is going to have a life, right? Like that's understandable. But if they're ghosting you for weeks on end or they're not showing up for important things that they say they're going to, that is going to be a problem. So let's go ahead and recap so that you can always get the most out of your money when it comes to investing in coaching and courses because I know you want to because I want to because we love learning new things and we love helping people. And we're going to do this in reverse. Number one, if you are actually hiring a one-on-one coach or you're doing group coaching, you need to speak up. Do not be a gold star student. Talk about your needs that you have met, the struggles that you are having. Get input from people, but actually implement, actually show up, be coachable, be open-minded but make sure you're utilizing this to the best of your ability. When hiring a business coach in particular, or even like a relationship coach, you want to make sure, but a business coach that they earn money and they sell in a way that aligns with you, your goals and your strengths. Again, if you want to sell $7 principles, don't hire somebody that only sells a $45,000 mastermind. 
Make sure that you implement what you learn ASAP and stop binge watching all the videos in a row when it comes to courses. Make sure that you're putting reoccurring reminders in your Google Calendar with link to log into your resources. Half of that, excuse me, a third of that time you are allowed to watch and two thirds of that time you need to be taking action and put in tasks into your project management system that have due dates. Again, now I go through module one as a task. What are we doing for module one? Okay. Make sure that you go in with an action plan with goals, with things that you want to have as concrete outcomes. Again, for coaching, they'll be able to tell you like, no, dude, like I do not think that you're going to be able to bench press 500 pounds being a female, not on gear in three months. So like, you know what I mean? They're going to be able to set some expectations, but you need to have a concrete plan of where, when, how, and what. So that way, you know, you've got your money's worth by being able to implement as fast as human possible. You will get more results. You will be happier and it will work. When I'm thinking of two, actually three of the very top three courses that I've ever spent any of my money on, I will tell you them right now, in case if you're wondering, Summit in a Box from Krista Miller. It is so actionable. She has you doing stuff immediately. We got amazing results. I heart Krista, I cannot speak enough about Summit in a Box to be down below here. The other one was Copy School from Copy Hackers. Why? Because I was a copywriter at a time. It was geared towards copywriting and I implemented it with my clients and it worked, go figure. So it was very action forward. And the last one was Money Mentality. Um, Money Mentality Mavens. I don't know if Amanda Francis keeps kept the Maven part in there. And again, it was very like mindset driven. I will be honest for that one. The first three modules, eh, but module four and onward, man. Oof. And the bonuses elevate into overflow was just absolutely life-changing. Cause again, it was implementing, it was making me face things. It was pushing me, it was challenging me. And that is why it worked. And it was dealing with the issues that I had currently had. I was not trying to solve level 10 problems with a level four business. And of course, I did not buy those courses just for case or later. I bought Summit in a Box when I wanted to do a summit. And like, I already knew like, this is the quarter we want to do it in. Okay. I was already a copywriter. So I bought a copywriting course to make me a better copywriter. So those are just sort of my tips when it comes to being actually getting the most out of the things that you purchase. Again, if you take nothing from any of this, implement as fast as you can humanly possible. If you buy a sales page template, guess what you're doing for the next hour and a half until it's written and done. You're gonna do that. Okay. So that is it from me and my soapbox. If you enjoy these style of episodes, please let me know if you have any questions that you want me to talk about here and over the summer, then please, please, please head on over to katedoster.com forward slash ask where you can submit your question. You can do it anonymously. You can do an audio version. If you want to, you can put your name and email address. Cause sometimes we like to send little gifts to people whose questions get picked to be on the do the brave thing podcast. And like I said, I am very excited to be getting back on that podcasting horse, even during the summer. So we can hang out. Even if you're taking a little lull from your business, we can still, we can still be besties hanging out in your ear holes and I'll see you guys next. Well, look at that action taker. You made it all the way to the end. Kudos to you. So if you want to keep this do the brave thing momentum going, because let's be real, sure. Listening to a 25 to 30 minute podcast can definitely get you amped, but what are you going to do the rest of the week? Make sure you're following me over on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster. There's a link in the bio. And if you absolutely love this episode, it would be fantastic if you could leave us a rating and review or share a screenshot and tag us on your Instagram stories. I'll see you next week. Later days.